I was so happy arriving at the parish last night and this morning when the opening commentaries were read and they mentioned how this is a Sunday dedicated to healing. I had read the gospel and the readings today and then concluded that that was the theme without having conferred with them on what they were going to say at the beginning of Mass. And I think that's a sign that the Holy Spirit is working when he wants us to, to speak about something. Um, healing is such a huge part of the ministry of Jesus. So much of his work is dedicated towards healing because he wants us to be whole. He wants to remove the things that are like leprosy in us, the things that eat away at us. There's a beautiful quote from Benedict XVI that shows the importance, the overarching importance of the theme of healing in Christianity and in the message of Jesus. He says, healing is an essential dimension of the apostolic mission and of Christianity. When understood at a sufficiently deep level, this expresses the entire content of redemption. Healing has to do with the entire content of redemption. What does that mean? Redemption means our healing from sin and from the loss of life of God in us, right? Jesus, in his redeeming us, brings us back to the fullness and wholeness of the life in him that we're made for. And being brought out of the life of sin, which is our destruction and our, in our ultimate sickness, and being brought into life and to eternal life is a healing process in a way. So healing doesn't refer just to a physical healing or even just emotional or psychological healing. It has to do with the redemption of our soul, even. I have another beautiful quote from, also from Pope Benedict in Jesus of Nazareth. He says, Whoever wishes to heal man must see him in his wholeness and must know that his ultimate healing can only be God's love. Whoever wishes to heal a person must know that the ultimate healing of a person is God's love being immersed in it, being renewed in God's love, receiving it to the full. And that he mentions the wholeness there. Healing means being brought to wholeness. God made us for a certain, a certain type of life, a complete life, a whole life, where, where all of our person and all of the parts are together and they're complete and they're healthy. And healing is bringing us back to that wholeness. Um, Sister Miriam Heidland, who's a kind of a popular Catholic speaker uh, who also has a, a beautiful testimony of healing in her own life, says this, authentic love is the place where healing happens. Authentic love is the place where healing happens. When we have some kind of wound that needs to be healed, the first place, the first thing we need in order to receive healing is to be loved authentically by someone else. So what are the things that eat away at us in today's society? We read that passage from Leviticus where we described the, what happens to a leper in, the, in that society of, of the Old Testament. They had to be separated from society. They had to wear torn clothes and leave their hair disheveled and walk around saying unclean so they could separate themselves from, from everyone else. It must have been a terrible way to live. But that doesn't happen to us today. I believe that we have uh, here an analogy for, for the types of healing that are very much needed in our world today, which are very often on an emotional or on a psychological level, the healing of our inner wounds. I recently came into contact with uh, a ministry that works on that kind of inner healing. Um, it's run by Dr. Bob Schutz, who is a Catholic therapist, and his team, he has a, a, a Canadian Catholic therapist named Jake Kim on his team, and Sister Miriam Heidland, who I already mentioned, is also, also on their team. 
They have the John Paul II Center for Healing, which operates out of Florida. They do a lot of wonderful work. And I was blessed to go on one of their, one of their retreats. The kind of healing that they deal with is the healing of inner wounds, which ever since I've began to, to share this method or this way of healing with people, I found so many of us have these inner wounds at different levels. Um, so I wanted to share with you a little bit about that. What we're dealing with are, are things that often produce in us the types of sins that we don't want to do, but that we can't control doing, you know? Like so many people who struggle with like anger, for example, anger with their family, and they find that certain things trigger them and they respond with anger and they don't know why. It's kind of out of your control. There's something going on inside. There's an emotional wound that's being, that's being opened up that causes you to react with anger. Or it could be like jealousy or feeling kind of on the defensive towards other people, towards people who are, who are on the same level as you, like peers or people who are a competition to you, where you suddenly feel very defensive, very um, aggressive towards others, and, and, you, and you act out in a negative way because of that. Or it could be fear and worry that people kind of have a compulsive tendency to, to be afraid of what's going to happen and it causes them to act in a way that's maybe too controlling, right? Sometimes I see this in, in parents who are too controlling of their children because of fear, because they're, they're afraid something might happen, right? Um, it, can, it can cause problems in our relationships. Sometimes young people find themselves always getting into the wrong type of relationships, one that, ones that are hurtful, or seeking out those relationships, or getting back into them after they've ended. Um, so there's lots of ways that this can come up. And uh, what I discovered through Bob Schutz's ministry, through, uh, through his retreats, was that oftentimes if you take that to prayer and simply ask Jesus, Lord, show me, show me what's at the root of this. Uh, show me what it is that's causing me to have this emotional reaction, which is out of proportion to the reality of the world around me. And oftentimes it's connected to, to some kind of wound, some kind of experience we've had, maybe something traumatic or something lightly traumatic, maybe some kind of love that should have been present in our life that was absent, you know, maybe something in, in our childhood, something the way our parents treated us, or something that happened with friends or with teachers that left us wounded. Um, discovering that can be something that's, that's really helpful. And Bob Schutz has his teaching about wounds is that sometimes when we're wounded, what we do is we kind of construct what he calls a stronghold around, around ourselves. A stronghold is like a way of defending myself from ever being hurt again, right? So uh, the first part of a stronghold is believing in a lie. A lie is a belief about myself or about God or about others that I'm, I'm using, I'm believing as a way of protecting myself. So, I don't know, the anger, the anger example. You might have suffered some kind of mistreatment from your family and it made you very angry inside and the lie there is, is based on the fact that I can't trust my parents or I can't trust my family members. And maybe partially the lie is true, but you believe it at such a deep level that you're, it's causing you to act out of the wound rather than recognizing the truth that sometimes I can trust people or people aren't always out to get me or people aren't always trying to hurt me. You can see how, that, how that, uh, those lies, when they're really deep, maybe subconscious, they can cause us to, to uh, act in a negative way in a way that's even sinful, right? Um, the, next, the next layer of this stronghold, besides the lies, is when you, when you make a vow. So they speak about how sometimes, as a way of protecting ourselves from, from being hurt, from being wounded, we make promises to ourselves. You know, 
when I first discovered this retreat, it was given by a priest who, uh, who when he was a child, he had an experience with his parents that was kind of traumatic. And uh, the result of it was that he promised himself that he was never going to be a burden to his parents. Okay, so he was never going never gonna, to uh, put anything on them because he wanted to not hurt his parents or something like that. So, he, so anything that went wrong, he was going to bear it himself. You know? In a way, that can be a good thing because sometimes our kids burden us too much, right, parents? <laughs> you know? but, uh, but for him, it was like this, this subconscious thing that he was unable to overcome. And in his work life later on, he realized that he was running into burnout because of that vow that he had made. He was constantly trying to take on all of other people's sufferings and burdens onto himself. And what it is, is this inability to rely on God. So in all of the types of vows that we can make, we, uh, we, we exercise what Bob Schutz calls uh, uh, ungodly self-reliance, is the word he uses, ungodly self-reliance. What does, that, what does that mean? It means that we're, we're relying on ourselves, on my own decision, my own ability, my own vow to protect myself. Instead of relying on God, instead of recognizing that God is going to protect me and it's okay. Sometimes I can take risks. I don't need to worry about this all by myself. I don't need to take on this protecting myself in this situation uh, and, put it, and take it all into my own hands. So I found this to be a really, really beautiful way of working on healing. What they do is they'll often uh, invite someone to go through a, a period of time where they pray about those memories, about those wounds, and invite Jesus to come into them. Invite Jesus, Lord, show me what it is that you want me to see about these lies. They invite people to renounce the lies, to say, I renounce the lie that I can't trust others, for example. I renounce the lie that people are always out to get me, for example. Um, it's very beautiful. There is, in this, in this uh, method of healing, a new way of looking at sin. So oftentimes we look at sin as, a, you know, which it is, something that I do, which I'm guilty for. Something that, that uh, I've chosen to do of my own free will, which is, which is very true. But very often I find our sins are, are coming out of a wound. So the way that Bob Schutz describes it, it's like, it's like a tree. The sins are the fruit on the tree, you know? You can get rid of all the fruits by taking them all off of the tree and throwing them away. But the tree is still there and it's going to grow back more fruits. What you have to do in order to really heal and really overcome the sin in your life is go to the roots, right? And if the roots is in some kind of wound that needs, that needs healing, that needs to go through a process of healing, then just like treating the, the symptoms, the fruits, is not going to, it's not going to uh, solve the problem. So it's very beautiful because it helps us to look at ourselves with a little bit more compassion. Maybe you can look at your own sins in your life and realize, well, a lot of times my sins are coming out of something, a place in my life where I've been hurt and where I'm still hurting, where there's still unforgiveness or where there's still pain because of something that happened to me or some relationship that I'm in. Um, and, and all of my sins keep coming because of that. And if I want to stop sinning and stop doing those things, I need to go back to the root of it and to heal it. I don't think we have time during this Mass to heal everybody's wounds or to go through a long process of prayer. But I do uh, want to recommend to you that if, if something has spoken to you in this idea, that you uh, go and check it out. The, the, um, Bob Schutz and, and Jake Kim have a podcast where they explain all of this in detail and they talk about it very often. It's called the Restore the Glory podcast. Restore the Glory. So you can go and look it up. And he also has books 
on this theme. Um, it's very beautiful. Let's ask God for that grace to open up our hearts to the healing that he wants to give us so that those forms of leprosy that eat away at our hearts can be healed and made whole by him.